Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. All right, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady and JC. Dedicated to forging a connection with each and every one of you. It's my pleasure to be back. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. We're here talking about the wrongfully named term, quiet quitting. Uh, And what we want to dive into a little bit more is two things. One, employers, managers setting boundaries and helping their employees set boundaries. And then we're going to go on to talk about employees doing it on their own because you're not always gonna have that manager that knows what they're doing or that even wants to set boundaries. So you as the employee are going to have to do that on your own. But let's dive into the management side first. Talk to me about that one. Are we to assume that managers wanna continue going above and beyond as well? No, no. Now what I'm finding, managers are excessive. I'm a business owner, I don't even have any employees. I have uh, contractors working here and there, but you know I do most of my work on my own and I'm exhausted. I don't wanna go above and beyond. I wanna do the bare minimum. It's not in my soul or in my character to do the bare minimum, which really, really is a struggle for me. Um, it's but gotta be. It, everybody is exhausted this past couple of years, this past couple of decades, let's face it, but definitely this past couple of years, and, and um, for many employees, not everybody, but there are many employees that switch to work from home and they don't know how to stop the blur of the line from home and work. How about you, JC? You, You're working from home, right? Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a nonstop blur, you know, uh, for the past two, three years. I think the uh, the kitchen and the basement and the living room are are well walked by this time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And and when I think about this topic in general real quick, and then we'll, we could most certainly circle back to the managerial discussion. For those who are just joining in right now, it was Amanda Henry. She made a series of videos about this topic on TikTok, actually. And she stated that, quote, to me, quietly quitting just comes back to setting your boundaries about what your outputs are going to look like at work, end quote. And it kind of grew from there. And there were a lot many, a lot of other comments and quotes that went from that. And then we also have our personal sanities and our, our managers that we're working with and our individual situations staying in one location and trying to get things figured out. It has been yeah. an interesting time, to say the least. Absolutely. The, the biggest thing that, um, you know, it has come to light with me and, and with my clients who are calling me saying, hey, I need help. I'm having turnover or I'm have productivity issues or whatever it might be is that um, listen we put people in management seats that have not been trained to be managers and I, I don't say this lightly and I definitely don't say this to knock anybody who has been put into a management seat because I was one of those people at one time that I was like hey you seem you know pretty pretty uh, intent on leading this project, this team, go for it. We're here if you, you need help. But here's the thing that I didn't know. I didn't know that I needed help. You know, I had to wait till uh, something bad happened 
And whether that's somebody's quitting, somebody's crying, yeah. you know, project not being done for me to go, oh, I'm not being a very good leader right now, but I have no, I didn't know that because I had no training in it in the you, old days. You don't know what you don't know. No, and you just, the old days, which was like yesterday, but the old <laughs> days is uh, you just wing it. You just wing it. But I, I'm just telling everyone that's listening, you can't wing management anymore. You just can't. Uh, the younger people, and don't. I'm not going to go into generations. I'm just saying younger people expect more of us. And you know what? They're kind of right. They, they should. They should expect us as managers to say, hey, I need training. I need help. I need help getting boundaries set up. And I need to feel comfortable to come to you, my manager, to say I'm not doing well. But I don't feel comfortable doing that because I feel my, like my job's at risk if I say that. You know, at the end of the day, one size does not fit all. And setting boundaries for your team might not be what is going to work for setting boundaries for your team six months from now, especially right. if you've got turnover and new employees coming into the fray and establishing themselves inside your box. Yeah. And then, you know, what type of employees do you have, uh, regardless if they're working from home or in person, right? So a lot of this uh, quiet quitting terminology is attacking people that are work from home, but it's not just about working from home. Um, because I can tell you, I have many clients that did not, because of their jobs, construction, manufacturing, engineering, they had to continue going in person to work, you know, five days a week, all through the pandemic. And a lot of those clients are experiencing the same thing, which is people just want to do the bare minimum which is really, they want to do the requirements of their job in the hours that they agreed to and in the training that is available available to them and they don't want to go above and beyond. So this is not just a work from home issue, um, but there are you know, positions like if you're a creative writer, you know, for those of you that are listening say, I mean, if you haven't heard our podcast before from JC or myself, you know, I'm a writer, but not by trade. So I've written two books and I had to really put You're an amazing writer. Don't even. Thank you. I kind of say what I uh, feel, which sometimes gets me in trouble. So. <laughs> I, and I, I'm the guy that just waits for the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, that's not coming out yet. Everybody keeps waiting. I'm like, no, because I don't have boundaries on my time. Actually, right. I have set, I've set a lot of boundaries on my time in the past year yeah. um, where I rarely, if ever, work on the weekends now. And, you know, that's only taken me 40 some years to do. And that's a good that's, boundary, though. That's a good, a very boundary. good boundary. But that means you're not getting an audiobook because right. that I need peaceful, quiet, uninterrupted time to write or to do something like the audiobook. And that would only honestly, in my world, in my industry, it would only be on the weekends when most of my clients are not working. And so if I want to, if you want me to give you the audio book with my voice, it has going to probably have to happen on a weekend, which means now that Wendy has set boundaries, it's not happening. <laughs> and so, you know, and I've cut me, the overachiever have come to go. That's too bad. You're just going to have to read it yeah. or get some, you could download the PDF um, from my website and then you could do some kind of, you know, read program where it reads oh, words out loud. The computer will definitely do it for you now. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all figure that out. <laughs> Send me a message. Let me know how that goes because I have quiet quit <laughs> from my own job you know what, that though? I own. <laughs> you, you bring up an excellent point to discuss though, especially for the managerial perspective, you know, some personalities, 
may require strong boundaries and, and a right. more rigid structure to maintain efficiency and to be productive, while other people might be more detail-oriented, task-oriented. They could flow with things, and, and having that rigidity it could be a hindrance to them. It really comes down to learning who your people are, and sometimes your people don't even know who they are. Would right. you say it took you 40-something years to discover this, and you're only in your 30s? That's shocking. <laughs> oh, thanks, JC. <laughs> no, it is. You know, it, I know my personality. I, I knew that for a long time, that I'm an overachiever. Um, but I'm literally at the point that I'm like, oh, help. Somebody throw me a flag over here because I'm drowning after, after the past couple of years, which has been very difficult. But you hit the nail on the head, JC, is you know, certain roles, certain personalities, you traditionally fill those roles like engineers, software developers, accountants. Um, traditionally, you know, I don't want to put anybody in a box, but traditionally they are, their personalities say we like structure and we like deadlines yeah. and we're going to work backwards towards that. Other personalities like the writers, the creative, the designers, you know, they can't just wake up, have their cup of coffee and go, yep, today I'm going to be creative. They have to, it has to hit them at a moment and so if you say, no, on Tuesdays, you are to be creative, you're destroying them because they're like, no, that's not how it works with the creative soul. Yeah. We have to make sure that the manager is saying, okay, well, here's some other tasks you could work on until your creative spell kicks in, hopefully tomorrow. Um, I myself, when I'm writing articles or coming up with podcast ideas or trainings, you know, I'll have something on my calendar because I'm a pretty structured person. But if it's something creative on my calendar and I you know, turn my computer on and I have my cup of coffee that morning and I'm looking at the thing that's on my calendar. I'm like, nope, this is not happening today. Uh, my creativity is not kicking in today. So now I have to be able to switch tasks around. If I had a hard deadline on that task, I'd be in trouble. You know, if I didn't have uh, clients who were flexible with deadlines, I'd be in trouble. And, you know, for some people that might be listening to this out there in the audience, you don't necessarily have to get crazy on setting boundaries right away either. If you're already doing the good work and things are moving along, one of the good ways you could initiate the process of establishing boundaries is maybe even reinforcing what's already in place. So many employees have already had the handbook. They've given that a look. Maybe you don't even have a handbook yet. Give Wendy a call. Get a handbook. And then once you've got some things in place, take those existing policies and just reinforce them a little bit. Provide yes, a little or, bit of that structure. Yeah, reinforce your policies or change them. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> because we created a policy 14 years ago um, doesn't mean that it still uh, you know, works for today's workforce and the people that are on your team today. So, you know, I'm one of the few HR people that say, you know, rules can be changed, you know, you know, laws can't. There's nothing we can do about that. We have to work around laws oh such as the overtime laws. You know, or the salary laws, right? The salary laws, too. If you told somebody you're going to pay them X for the week, yeah. if they work 32 or 50 hours, you got to pay them. Absolutely. And and talking about pay and numbers, I was just doing the math the whole time you were talking. 14 years ago was 2008. That seems like it was just yesterday. Oh, I'm getting goodness. old. My <laughs> gosh. <both> are. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, but you're right. You do have to pay them. You can't forget that. Yeah, you have to pay your people if you're happy with their performance or not. And so that's the other thing that I really want to focus on right now when we're talking about 
managers and companies helping set boundaries for employees. And then we'll get in our next uh, session, we'll get to employees doing that on their own. But if you're listening today and you represent a company, you, know, you should care about your employees, even if the, the care is saying, I care about them because they're wasting my money. Even if that's what you have to think about in the yeah. beginning or your CFO has to think about in the beginning, so be it. It's not right, but so be it. Let's you know go after people's bottom lines. And the bottom line is if I had my employees working more efficiently, working within the policies that I created, cre meeting deadlines, um, then we're, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. So setting boundaries for them may mean giving some wiggle room in project deadlines. Is the project deadline really Friday at 3 p.m. or is it something we just made up? Ah, is it bending right? the rules, bending the right. rules, right? Or letting them know like, hey, this is the soft deadline for the project. And by Friday at 3 p.m., um, we need to hand it over to somebody else on our team. So then they have another couple days to look at it, to hand it to the client. Or, you know, if you have, and the only way you're going to know that your employees are self-motivated and um, self-empowered, I guess is a really good word, is to get to know them. So you might have somebody like me who is deadline oriented. I pick a deadline and then I work backwards. And if that doesn't fit, then I tell whoever it is, no, this this deadline's not going to work. I can get it done before. I can get it done later. Yeah. But if you don't have somebody that thinks like that, you got to train them to think that way. And, or you need to project manage them with every, not everything they're doing, but every major project that they're doing. Does that make sense? You're talking about core structural changes within the organization to make sure you're set up the right way. If you keep putting everything on the employees saying quiet, quit, quiet, quit. Oh, woe is me. And you're not doing some of the things by looking in the mirror that Wendy's talking about. It might be time to get a new mirror or maybe hire yeah, some it, people to clean it. I don't know. Really? It really is. And, and, and again, I, I do, I do not want to knock any manager who's been in business for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Cause that, that's, you know, us as well, that well, talking today, but, um, Management of even five years ago looks different than management of today. And as our workforce continues to change with technology, with work from home capabilities, but just with continuing to hire people who have not been in the workforce for 20, 30 years, yeah. their needs, their desires are different than what our grandparents and what our parents and what, what ours are. You have to get to know every single one of your employees, which means for those company executives that's listening today, you have to take some heat off of your managers because now we're asking a lot more of the managers, just like we're asking a lot more of the employees. Wise words from a very wise professional, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, ladies and gentlemen. Wendy, where do you want to go next? So what I want to do is just do a quick wrap up here of what we talked about so far. And then I really want to dive into helping employees set boundaries, because like I just said, it'd be great if managers say, oh, yes, I'm listening to Wendy and JC and I need to go and help set my boundaries for my for my employees. But let's face it, it's probably not going to happen uh, overnight. Managers are overwhelmed and overworked. And so, yes, managers, please make sure all your work expectations are realistic. There's training, um, there's performance measures, the behavior measures, and that people are living up to it. But 
employees, you're probably going to have to do some of this on your own. So with that said, we will be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.